How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's get into today's subject, where I talk about uh, the news. <laughs> um, so, like, I, I'm. <laughs> where do I start with this? Um, most people, most people have their favorite news station, or lack of, because they just don't trust in, in the news whatsoever, and we'll get to that in just a second. Um, I think no one will disagree that the two biggest news stations right now or news channels or whatever news companies are CNN and Fox news are probably like the two massive conglomerates. Um, it's no surprise or, or it's, it's not, it's not a mystery to anyone to know that CNN represents, um, the liberal side of, of, of arguments and Fox news represents conservative perspectives. Um, and then underneath them, you have like multiple other large news organizations that are trying to just, you know, um, target the, 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 like CNN and Fox are probably like the two extreme spectrums. They're not really, that's not true either because there are definitely news organizations that are even more extreme than them, but they are on the fringes of the end of both like the left and the right left being liberal, right being conservative and not going to lie. I, as a person have gotten my news from both news organizations. Funny enough, uh, when I was living in Florida, I was a registered conservative and actually voted against Obama twice. Um, Obama was the first president I could technically vote for because I had missed voting for the Bush second term election when I was 18, I believe. I think so. And so the, the first election I was able to vote for was the first, um, the first term for Obama, and I voted against him. I voted for McCain. Um, and then the second term, I voted for uh, Romney with Paul Ryan because I was a big fan of Paul Ryan at the time. He was... At, at that time, a big proponent of free market and um, I was studying finance and, and just a lot of the stuff that he was talking about as a VP really stuck with me. As I got older, I he and I both lost track of our ideologies and he ended up having to tailor to the needs of the conservative party in general and just the dynamics of how it was changing over time. And you could really see that up until when he left being the Senate majority leader um, or sorry, House majority leader, not Senate, House majority leader. But um, it was. And and again, I was like uh, totally against the Obama administration for a majority of the time. I got a lot of my news from Fox and. During that time period, I had moved to Colombia, was living out there, and really lost track of American politics. The last couple of years of Obama's administration, I really was living in a different country and didn't really... Uh, that's a lie, actually. I moved to Colombia at the very beginning of his second term. It was one of the reasons why I actually went to Colombia, actually, was because I didn't feel like his presidency was going to be a good representation for our country. So there was a lot of different reasons why I justified living uh, in a different country. And actually, Obama being our president at the time for the second term was one of those reasons why I lived in Colombia. 
And not the main one, but definitely one of the reasons because I just didn't have any confidence in him. And then I saw um, when I was living in Colombia, um, I was following like American news and I was just seeing the, the, because there was a lot of like dire news during like Obama's first term as president. We, he had inherited, uh, you know, the Iraq war. He had inherited uh, the financial crisis of 2008 and so his first term was was a lot, and then he had his um, his big push was um, universal health care, which I didn't agree with at the time because it to me it didn't wasn't an important matter. Lo and behold, now I mean I think it's fundamentally like one of the most important things that almost everyone deserves to have is is some access to health care when they're not working. Because I don't believe in a system where if you're not working you have to live off the government. I think that's so stupid. I don't think anyone really agrees with that perspective, especially right now during the financial crisis or during the pandemic, there are so many people being laid off and losing their, their coverage and having to either go onto Cobra. And if you don't know what Cobra is, essentially it's an act. Well, uh, a government act that allows you to maintain your policy for up to, I believe six months. But the, the thing is, is that, you have to pay the full price now, not the subsidy that your company was paying. So what you used to pay $150 a month for, now it's probably going to cost you like $1,000 a month because your, your company is not paying their portion of it anymore. And um, Or that's how much that coverage would be if you were to just get it by yourself. So who can afford $1,000 a month and then still be required to have to pay deductibles and co-pays and everything of that nature? That's just insane. And so we have a system right now where like, if you make a certain amount of income, then you might get a subsidy from the government to help cover some of your your insurance costs, but it's not enough to cover all of it unless you're like impoverished. And so like I, I just, I started to see kind of like what his perspective was on things. And I, I to this day, I don't think Obama was a great president. I think he was an okay president. But when you look at the last 20 years, I think he's definitely one of the best presidents America had in the last 20 years. I don't think if you compare him to past presidents in general, I really don't think he did as much as a lot of other ones. Like, I mean, even shit, Lyndon B. Johnson with the Civil Rights Act, JFK definitely, I think, was the last great president that America had. Um, You know, Abraham Lincoln, Washington. Uh, of course, they all have to like to tarnish histories with certain things. And, and I talked about that in a past podcast as well. But ultimately, some of the things that they did for America in general were, were, were great things. Um, allowed us to just have the freedoms that we have. But anyways, I'm getting off into a tangent because uh, the reason why I'm talking about this is that eventually started to lean a little bit more on the left side with certain perspectives, not all, and I still don't. I'm a, I'm I'm very moderate, and so I believe in gun rights, which most left people don't. Um, I believe, um, like on a abortion, I think that's up to um, that's a woman's choice. That should never be government's choice in anything, up to a certain term. Uh, I think, you know, late terms, I don't really agree with unless it's really detrimental to the mother's health. But honestly, I think that's the only reason late terms are done. I don't think there's ever a case where any abortion clinic will do a late term just for choice of mother when it doesn't have any detrimental effect to the mother itself. So um, 
I don't agree with abortions. I've never, I've never been a, a fan of them. Um, clearly, I love my daughter, and I would never even think of ever having an abortion myself. I've never been that type of person that, um, that has ever agreed with abortion. I personally don't. But at the same time, I don't think it's government's right to tell me or anyone else whether they're capable of having a procedure done to, you know, uh, to do what you know, to do an abortion. Again, I don't personally agree with it. I really don't. But um, I'm not a religious person. Um, I think when I lost the, the, and that was one of the things that I didn't really like about the conservative party was that I was always viewed as like the religious party and I'm just not a religious person. So I think it started with that actually. One of the reasons why I left, like started to lean away from the party was because it was very, very like pro-religion, 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 like very pro-Christian. And I just didn't like the ideology. And then I started to hate the term conservative as well because I started to like uh, like the LGBTQ community. Um, there's still a lot of things that, that people have questions about. Um, and, we're, and as a society, we're still learning how to cope with something that's still, rel- you know, still relatively new for a lot of people. But... I th- believe a hundred percent that those people deserve the same rights that any other person deserves to have, because I think it's so weird that you could lose certain rights just based off of your sexual orientation. I think that's insane. I mean, our, our, our democracy was based off of other older democracies that were okay with homosexuality. I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. And again, the only reason that um, a lot of people are is because they're very religious and I mean, I don't, I don't see anywhere in, in the Bible and I've, I, I used to be a devout Christian. I used to be a devout Catholic actually. And then I became a Christian, a Baptist, a Methodist. And then I left the, the, um, the Christian faith after Methodism. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't see anywhere in the, in the Bible and no one could tell me this, not even a priest could sit there and tell me that the book describes a world where people have the power to decide who goes to heaven and hell. I, I hate, I despise when people have the audacity to tell someone that you're going to hell. Like, who are you? You're not God. You're not even Jesus. You're not empowered by the Lord to tell anyone else to that they're going to heaven or hell. That If you truly believe in your religion, the only person that is capable of telling an individual whether they are going to heaven or hell is God. There's no writing in the book. There's no writing anywhere that says otherwise. So for those that believe that they can just go around telling people that you're going to hell just because of how you believe in something or how you handle yourself sexually, it's just insane. Because I don't think there's a world where God, just because you're having sex with the same sex or you choose to change your sex, is is ultimately looking at you as a lesser child. I mean, honestly, if you really want to think about it, you would argue that Jesus passed and gave up his life for, and, and I'm speaking in a Christian perspective because, you know, I'm, uh, that's the only religious perspective I've had. I've done research in, in Judaism and, and, um, and is Islam, uh, Islamic religion, um, and, um, Hinduism and a lot of other religions, just, uh, but reading over them, never being part of the faith, like the only thing I've ever been a part of the faith. Was, it was Christianity. So excuse me for just talking in this spectrum. 
I don't want to put the words for for other faiths out there. But I mean, honestly, I think for all faiths, like the the top three, which are Islamic, Christian, and, and Judaism, I think for those three, um, it's always spoken in in the aspect that like you should always love your neighbor, you should never do harm to someone, um, you should always just focus on 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 you know yourself and 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 spreading love and spreading um joy to people and those messages i think are just great you know ultimately if every religious person just did that i don't think anyone would ever have a problem with religion um but it's when people feel like they can take the power into their own hands and say that you know certain people are going to go to certain areas and um i lost track with what i was going to say before but ultimately it's it's so crazy to think that, you know, that's what the conservative party leans on so hard is, is that ideology. And I mean, to this day, it's very hard for a lot of people that are, are extreme conservatives to be okay with the LGBTQ uh, community, which I, th- I think it's, it's crazy. Like, just let them now. Again, I know that it's, it's a confusing time. Like when you talk about the stupid stuff like public restrooms, who's going to use what? What about the kids? How do we educate kids? Look, that's it's a difficult thing as a, as a parent, and I, you know, ultimately, like when my daughter gets older, uh, I think society will obviously by then will learn to work around this idea of of like you know, hey, it's okay to to be uh, like to treat these people with with respect and 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 allow them to have the choices that they want. That doesn't mean that they are forcing anyone else to 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 live like they do. They're just trying to ask the world to just hey, be okay with me doing this, like I'm not affecting anyone else but myself. And um, of course, in any sex, sexual orientation, there are bad people. There are bad gay people. There are bad, you know, trans people. There are bad street people. There are bad every, there's bad Islamic people, bad Christian people, bad atheists. So ultimately we all lean on like these like minorities to really affect the, the, the general populace of individuals. They're just trying to have a normal life. They're just trying to get healthcare coverage. They're just trying to be able to to get a job, to just be normal people and just not have people ask them what they're trying to do in a private area unless they're okay with sharing that with the world. Um so I started to like see like those perspectives and I started to kind of drift away from like being consider myself a conservative. Um and then the 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 recent election happened and I'm not going to lie. Like I started to like transition from Fox news to CNN because I wanted to see what that was like. And so I started to watch CNN a lot and I'm going to just keep that short as well. Look, see, look for, I'm going to get a lot of hate from both sides, but you know, I'm just sorry to say this, but CNN and Fox news are, are exactly the same news organization. Exactly the same. The only difference between them is that they are just flipping opposites on their news stories. That's it. If you want to know what Fox is, just look at CNN and just, Think opposite. If you want to think of what CNN is, go to Fox News and think opposite. That's all they are. It's just a black and white perspective on every single argument. Black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white. And I'm sorry to say this, but I don't think anything in life is black and white. There are some exceptions. There are some things that maybe are black and white, but to the degree that these news stations are doing things, that is just insanity, honestly. And they don't report news anymore. They just report perspectives on events that happen when it's like a super liberal perspective the other is a very conservative perspective now there are some news anchors within the organizations that try to be as moderate as they can be 
And and those people, I, I definitely give a lot of respect to because it, it must be so hard to do something like that in those news organizations. But I'm not just going to get my news from those people because they don't cast news 24-7. And so um, after the, the most recent election with Trump and Hillary Clinton, I was like, man, really? Uh, like I saw CNN's colors at that point. And I started to understand, and look, I'm not, I'll be the first one to admit it, I don't support Trump in any way. Like, I think he's probably one, he will go down in our history as one of our worst presidents. And to all the Trump lovers out there, look, uh, we can have a debate, we can have a conversation about it. But when you compare him to the 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 other conservative leaders within your party as presidents, he definitely is not top five, for sure. All he did was pander to what you guys wanted, and um, he didn't fulfill anything that he wanted to talk about except for tax cuts, which ultimately, unless you're a listener that's making more than $250,000 a year, those tax cuts aren't benefiting you. They're actually doing you more harm than, than good. And uh, I consider him, uh, yes, I think he's one of the dumbest presidents we've ever had as well. I think his in- intellect, and I think intellect is a very important thing because you don't need to be the smartest president. But you need to be smart enough to understand where you need to listen to the experts that surround you. And he doesn't listen to experts and then take their advice and then mold it into his own view of what he thinks is right or wrong. He just listens and then portrays what other people tell him is right and wrong. He doesn't put his own individual direction into things until like you attack him as a character or you attack his image. And then he starts to defend the things as his own ideology. And then he tells people like, hey, you need to idolize, you know, idolize me. But ultimately, a lot of the choices that he does, I, I don't think anyone really will disagree. You could just look at his cabinet and just see like these things that he does are like the decisions of cabinet members that he's had. And I think eventually he fires people, which he's fired a ton of people based off of just the pressure that he has from other people that he agrees with just because they probably helped boost him up in ratings and things of that nature. But he's so quick to just forget about someone the moment that they're not continuing giving him inf- insight and information into like how to be the number one president. And so I don't think that's the way you're supposed to run the presidency. I think it's supposed to be a very selfless position. And I, I think for a long time, we haven't had really a president in office that's really been a selfless person to really put themselves in a position where they are just working for America, not working for a specific party and our ideology. Because in the end of the day, we're all Americans, you know, whatever sex, race, religion, perspective, ideology, whatever it is, in the end of the day, if we were born on this country, and as long as we weren't traitors, and as long as we didn't rescind our citizenship, we're all Americans. We're all Americans. And so we need a president in office that represents all people. As hard as that is, we need people in office to represent all of us. That needs to be able to unify us. He needs to, to, to listen to both sides and come up with what they think is the best direction for this country. And we haven't had a president that does that. Literally, even Obama, Trump, uh, Bush, Clinton. I, I mean, and at that point, I don't know any other president. I was born during George or like George Sr. Uh, or Bush Sr. Um, but I was a baby when, when he was president. So I don't really count that, but like up until like I was able to understand the president who was my president, which was Clinton all the way up, like they've all pandered to just their political party, not to the people. 
And we need someone in office that, and, and Biden's not that, and Trump is definitely not that. So look, I'm not happy about any of the people that are, are, are running as president. And we could definitely talk about that, but we need a president in office. We need a leader that is able to just sit and just respect discussion to respect this, like hearing out both sides and, and, and then trying to converse with them as to why their, their perspectives are right or wrong. And we don't have that. And so I don't, I don't really consider any of the most recent presidents to be really effective presidents. I think they've just pandered to their parties. Um, and so like, if you're part of their party, then yeah, you're going to favor them. And if you're not, you're not going to favor them. And that's not unifying that's division. And this is where slowly but surely America has been become so divided because of that system where you've had a leader that hasn't really done their, what they need to do to unify the people. Um, so it was so frustrating for me though, that loves to stay up to date with current events. Um, I did not know where I could get my news from like consistent, good 24 seven news. Like I didn't know where to get that. And I still don't, but I did find a news station that I, um, actually YouTube recommended to me and I love them. I, I love the way that they do their newscasting. And ultimately that's where this podcast is going to end is just me talking about these, these two. And I don't know their names. Actually, let me look up their, their names right now. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher the name for the, the conservative uh, pundit, but both of them are phenomenal. I love both of them. They're both great. Um, there's this news station called The Hill, which is based out of Washington, D.C. Uh, they're a small news, uh, local news station. But within The Hill, there's a woman and a, 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 a guy. Um, the, the girl's name is Crystal Ball, and the guy's name is Sager Jetty. I think is his name. I, I believe I pronounced that right. Crystal Ball is the liberal, and funny enough, Sager is actually conservative. And both of them came from extreme back backgrounds like crystal came from msnbc but she was considered more of a moderate and uh sager and jetty was a conservative who did a lot of reporting i believe for fox news um i I can't remember for who um but um he was also a white house correspondent which was pretty cool so he, he got to interview a lot of like uh or ask questions directly to the presidents um but i love the way that they do their discussions and the way they discuss news in general, because they both attack their own party, right? They both recognize that their parties are wrong in certain areas, but at the same time, they have their perspectives from both the liberal side and the conservative side. And they do butt heads and disagree with certain things sometimes, but they have discussions. They don't hatefully attack one another. They don't minimize the other person just because of the way that they, they, they think the world should be. They sit there and listen to what that person has to say, and then they come up with a, a, a perspective, a countering perspective. And so, um, honestly, if you if you just watch their their uh, because right now the DNC or the Democratic National Convention is going on. I think it ends today or ended yesterday, and so they've been talking about that. Of course, next week is going to be the Republican National Convention or the RNC, and of course they'll be casting on that as well. Those these are like these next two weeks are like really big when it comes to just like talking about the the agenda and ideology for the party moving into the election in November. And I just love the way that they address politics 
in general. And and the Hill does a really good job of just addressing news, but definitely rising is my favorite part of the Hill. And I I hope eventually they have like a uh, a longer segment or like more professionally done segment. I I I think. They're eventually going to pick, be picked up by someone else because they they are blowing up pretty quickly because of the fact that they are just addressing what the people want to hear, like what the people, the moderates like myself want to hear. We want to hear counterpoints to both perspectives. We want to hear why the Democratic Party is so stupid and what they're doing good. We want to hear why the Republican Party is stupid and what they're doing good and how they can work together to try to address certain things and how the politics right now in america have failed you know americans and they they are do a phenomenal job about that and again these aren't like people that are like moderates themselves the only ideology that they agree with is i think they agree with like a free market system they agree with capitalism but they agree that capitalism needs to be like like they're they have a disagreement on like how capitalism should work and then they have a definitely a disagreement on a lot of different factors, depending on like the ideology of both their parties. But they are so good about attacking the party. Like Crystal, oh my god, the last couple of days, just listening to her just attack the DNC and attack like uh like certain individuals like Bill Clinton and and Biden and and just like other people as well. Super awesome. And then to see, like for instance, Sager, um, talk highly of certain things from the DNC and then also of course do his typical bashing of the liberal perspective. And I cannot wait to see the RNC side of things, but these guys are very down to earth. They're very like, they're, they're trying to address what Americans need to hear. Like what is ultimately wrong with politics in this country and, and how to see through the bullshit. Because honestly, I, the, I hate to say it, but a lot of the national news is fake news. But not fake news like the way that the Trump is trying to address it. Like the news that they talk about in context and events is true, but the way that they spin it is so fake. It's so people see through it. So the news itself, I guess, is is like the events. Like if it was like they're not fake events, they're definitely, but they are definitely fake news because they are they are promoting events based off of like their perspective of that same event and i hate that that's not what news is supposed to be like what happened to news being the news like this is at 8 a.m you know on february that like you know august 21st 2020 this happened this thing happened what led to this these facts led to this who was the perpetrator this is their background their history not their political party not like what they favored against like were they anti-LGBTQ? Were they this? Were they this? Were they anti-gun? No, they were just, these are the facts. This is what he claimed was the reason for why he did this or why she did this. You know, what happened to that? That doesn't exist. It's like so hard to find that kind of information. For someone like myself that doesn't want to see biased bullshit, because I'm tired of that. Like I don't, I'm, I'm um, like after the failings of the, the democratic convention or like the, the Democrats in 2016, I registered myself as an independent. So I went from conservative independent to Democrat to now I'm back to an independent because I'm sorry, I'm not, I hate both parties. Both parties are horrible. I cannot wait to see them crash and burn. I hope when, when, um, you're definitely going to see that whichever party is going to lose this, uh, campaign, 
you're going to see a lot of internal struggles happen within that party system. And I cannot wait. I hope so. The conservative party needs it. The, the, the liberal party needs it. And we need, we need a three party system because we need a good moderate leader in there because I know for a fact, a moderate leader, that's not a Democrat or a conservative or, or a Republican is going to win the election. They're going to bring out more votes. They're going to bring out more people in the center. They're going to bring a lot more people that are tired of being like, you know, thinking that they have to agree with all these extreme ideologies from both sides. I know a ton of conservatives that used to be conservative that are okay with like LGBTQ, like, you know, equal rights or like, okay with like atheists. Now it's like, it's hard to find that on the flip side. I used to know Democrats that were okay with like gun rights with uh, like, um, that we're okay with like certain people to be against abortions. And now it's not like that. Now it's like, if you subscribe to like CNN or Fox news, like you are literally anti the other party and all ideologies that they have. And this isn't, that's not what America is, but ultimately I just wanted to bring that up, bring some history, bring like why I'm talking about it. Um, definitely give a shout out to, um, to rising again through the hill phenomenal stuff their news is just great great stuff um at least when i talk about politics um but i'm still going to be in search of like you know a news organization that can really talk about like global events without throwing a bias in there that's so hard trust me it is so hard like i have to find like youtubers that do it themselves and like they don't have the the wealth and the expertise to keep something like like 24 7 casting all the time and so it's so frustrating but anyways Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I cannot wait to talk to you guys mañana. Peace.